Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. All right, everybody, welcome back to The Point Podcast again. Um, I'm glad to be back with you for another day. Today we are going to be in Psalm 113, continuing on in our great study of the Psalms. And so if you have your Bible, go to Psalm 113. Um, Again, like Psalm 111 and Psalm 112, the opening word is hallelujah. So again, we are reminded that this is a praise. This is leading the congregation in praise. This psalm, the theme is to lead us to praise God. And uh, and this psalm does a great job at it. Um, th- this psalm, some may be titled, in my Bible, it's titled, Who is Like Our God? Um, which is such an incredible uh, question. Who is like our God? And so the psalm is going to walk through uh, the attributes, the character of God, and, and really set the stage to answer the question that there is no one like our God. And so because of that, he is worthy to be praised. And so we see here in chapter one, or I'm sorry, not in chapter, in Psalm 113, he begins, praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. It's a call to worship. Those who serve the Lord, called to worship. It's a, it's a drawing in. All of those who are called by God, praise him. Come now, let us praise the Lord. Blessed, in verse 2, blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. So again, we're just reminded of the nature of worshiping God, the the command, the, the calling to a heart of worship. Blessed be the name, praised be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. We are called to worship God now and forever and forever and forever and forever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, every moment of our day, we are to lift up the name of the Lord, because he's worthy to be praised. And then the psalmist goes in, and why is he worthy to be praised? Well, we see in verse 4 here, he says, The Lord is high above all nations. God is greater than even the greatest nation on earth. God is greater than the greatest nations in all of history. We're reminded that God is outside of government. God is greater than the combined force of all of humanity. God is above it all whose glory is above the heavens. Even the greatest of things that we can see, and oftentimes uh, the the Hebrew word for heavens actually describes three levels of heaven, which would be the sky that we see, then outer space or the universe, and then the heavens where where God would preside. So they actually say the heavens to describe all three. Um, And and so you kind of get the, the... image of God's glory, the the beauty, the splendor of who God is, is greater than even what we can see in the sky and in the stars, but even greater than what we can't see in the heavens. All of that encompassed does not outmatch or outshine the glory of God. And so because of that, he is worthy to be praised. Verse 5, he asks the question, who is like our God, who is seated on high, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth. Again, we're reminded of the highness 
of God, the greatness of God, the majesty, the kingliness, the splendor of God. He reigns on high and looks down on the earth, on all of his creation. We get this image of of just God, great and mighty, surveying all that he has seen. Who is like that? That's the question. Who is like him? He looks down on heavens and the earth. And then in verse 7, we get a big shift because we get this big picture of God and this big, great, just vast image of God looking down on his creation. And then it immediately shifts in verse 7. He says, he raises the poor from the dust. So we go from this massive image of God looking down over all of his creation to now God reaching down and raising up the, the most helpless of his creation. He raises the poor from the dust and he lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. He gives the barren women a home, making her the joyous mother of children. It's an incredible shift here that we see in Psalm 112 and and it's just really, really amazing because we get this great picture of God who is like our God, who not only sits enthroned on the heavens and looks down at all of creation, but is caring and compassionate enough and loving enough to reach down to the the most broken, the, the hurting, lift them up, not only just lift them up, but seat them in the seats of princes to give barren women, women who can't have children. And oftentimes that's equated with almost like a hopeless feeling. Uh, women, women who really just have no hope, have no home. Oftentimes, uh, if you know you were married and in this time, if, if a husband and a wife, if she couldn't get pregnant, she would often be scorned by her husband. Um, and, and so just we get this picture of this woman who really has no hope. And God says he, he gives this woman a home, making her the joyous mother of children. God blesses her with something that nobody else can. And we get this incredible picture. And then again, we're called to praise the Lord at the end of verse 9. So who is like our God, who not only sits enthroned on the heavens, but also reaches down to the most hopeless and helpless of all of his creation? Who is like our God? The answer is nobody. And that's why he is worthy of our worship. Because what's even more amazing is when we read verse 7 and verse 8, my mind is immediately drawn to the power of the gospel. Because let me read it again. He says, He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. You see, whether you like it or not, you and I are the poor from the dust. In light of God's holiness, in light of God's majesty, We have sinned and fallen short of his glory. And we are the helpless and the hopeless. And yet God himself reached down to lift us up, to give us life in Christ. And and through his salvation, he has seated us. And in Ephesians chapter 2, he has seated us at the right hand of the majesty. We are seated in heaven in Christ. Not only are we sitting with earthly princes, but... Brothers and sisters, we are seated with Christ in heaven as kings and queens, as heirs of the inheritance of God. For that we worship. So praise the Lord today because we have a great and gracious God.
Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.